It's time for the Orlando Lions Den podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. This is Cleon One. I will be your host tonight. We are here joined with Alex Brown, the swag. Yeah, yeah. I'm not as depressed as everybody seems to be after just one of the, I guess, however many matches we get, more 18, I guess. But, uh, I mean, tough loss. But we move forward. Oh, yeah. And also, Eddie the Commission. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? I'm usually really angry after losses. I did not want to be the team to give Miami their their first their first win, but their if you first watch anything, their first anything, you know, I did not want to be be that person, you know, uh, be that team. But but geez, I mean, people, I know you want to forget the pain of the past, but sometimes you know you need to learn from it. We're like Bane. We 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 were born in this. We we know what pain is. Okay, people need to just relax, and we're, we'll be all right. Let me. Eddie, let me just add, throw this on there before we get to sponsors. It would have been much, much worse if we hadn't already beat them. You know. Oh, so absolutely, we absolutely. Three points again. We had three points against them already. It's not our fault. Any of the other four teams, you know, they, they, they couldn't beat them either. But it just happens. You know, it was their home opener. Technically, they had their fake tifo and and all the the pride, <laughs> and we had to travel the same day. And, and here we are. So. Yeah, and you know what? People are like uh, the Miami fans showing how plastic they are. They're like, "Oh, that that was just a preseason tournament, dumb dumb." That that would count for a regular season. So you know, so they don't even re- know. They don't even know <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that Tifo. Can we talk about that real quick? The, they they had their opening debut in their stadium with those ridiculous seats and their their pop up bleachers, and they got a Tifo printed out at Kinkos. <laughs> Opening day, they went to Kinkos. Well, they went I mean, to Kinkos and made a TFO. Man, I mean, they could, they could take, they could take, they could take the charity. We gave them three points, but you know what? End of the day, they're they're still sitting there at the bottom right now. So, it is what it is. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, as as he said, go right on in the sponsors because you know I don't know them. Yeah. Okay, I'll start with Field Turf. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you get the rest. All right. Shout out so, Casey. Yeah. Oh, that's right, Casey. Shout out Casey's doing your thing when you can do your thing if you can. And we got uh, Field Turf USA. They got uh, 20,000 field installations worldwide, some of the biggest pitches in the world with their uh, patented turf grass blend and, uh, and turf training fields for Barca, Ajax, and big clubs. And we're glad they're still a sponsor of us after uh, all these years. Alex? Yeah, and we got uh, Casey, like Cleon said. We have uh, Accurate Mortgage Group. Of course, with Leo, AMG lenders, they're still doing refis and mortgages. Uh, the business is rolling and people, interest rates are still low. So, probably if you have any questions about that. And uh, to the landscaping, JJ's business of, uh, of making your yard beautiful at your home. Call him if you have any, uh, any questions or, or want to get set up with his landscaping services at Tuga Landscaping to set up JJ. Yeah he, didn't, yeah, he, yeah, he didn't show up to work again today. He told me, uh, <laughs> I asked him why he wasn't coming. And he told me, he told me uh, my new contract bonus hit today. So oh, we could only man. afford, we could only afford three of us on, on the, on the program tonight. So no, so no Alex B. I mean, no uh, Alex, Alex R. No, uh, no JJ. That's because you, you're taking, yeah, we, we got, you're taking up a DP spot and international yeah. spot too, Cleon. Hey, as long as the check, <laughs> as long as the check clears. <laughs> oh, yeah. For budgetary reasons. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Instagram's got the second most expensive contract on on in, in Orlando. Actually, the third. <laughs> He's behind Dwyer too. Sorry, that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, going transitioning from that straight on into the three to two loss to enter Fort Lauderdale CF. Um, what went wrong, guys? What what happened? What happened? How do how do we lose this game? I really don't want to lose this one or Atlanta coming up, but uh. I really don't want to lose this one. I'm not broken up about it, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, what went wrong, guys? 
Let's start with you, Alex. Uh, this is this one hurts. This one hurts to say what went wrong, but I got to blame it on on Poppy. I got to blame it on Oscar P. Don't think uh, I don't think his tactics change in the beginning worked. I don't think the the team was ready for it. Um, you know, if you had to blame somebody other than I don't know traveling on the same day or you know home opener, blah blah blah. Um, give credit to Miami too. I mean, they got their DP striker back, the guy that they that they invested in. And he showed up. He had two goals. Uh, you know, they have they got an MLS All Star at, at center back. He slotted right in and looked pretty good. Other than when he ever ever he had to man mark uh, Daryl DK. And uh, you know, Miami Miami's going to be a much improved team. So I, as as yeah, they're zero and five. Blah blah blah. You know, Atlanta didn't didn't do too hot in the first few few games of their expansion year either. And and uh, not. A lot, a lot of expansion teams don't. Most, you know, most of them aren't going to be your LAFCs, who I think still even had their their issues too. So, uh, but overall, you know, we go down there. Poppy tries to pull out something special. I don't know if it's for for resting legs or for anticipation of needing to rest legs or for experimentation. I don't know what it was, but whatever it was, it didn't work. And uh, you could tell when we switched it up back in about the 65th or 70th minute when Mueller came on, Petro came on, and we kind of went back to what was working in the tournament, the MLS's back tournament. Uh, it, it started looking a lot better. You know, we dominated. We got a goal to come within one and then, uh, you know, tried to create a chance and just it just didn't, didn't work. Couldn't get the draw, and Miami celebrates. And that's the, way, that's the way soccer is. You can't win every game, unfortunately. All right. Um, um, going. I want to. I want to. Before I get to Eddie, I want to jump back. Um, mm -hmm. Poppy and the tactics in the beginning um, about them not working. I definitely agree. Um, what 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 do you feel like the main problem was with with uh, is it was it the change of shape or was it more of the personnel that we started I with? I mean, there was there was only two changes starting wise in, in the lineup, but. Um, it really seemed to affect play. Like, what, what do you guys think as far as what, what was the biggest detriment to the way we, we started that game? I think it was the personnel. You, you've talked about it in the past, Cleon, how you could, you could put um, players in attacking positions, right? But they're not wired as attackers. Having Mendes essentially as a right winger, he kept jumping into the middle. If you look at the heat map, him and Ursa were on, literally on top of each other. You couldn't see one or the other at times to discern because they were in the same spot. You know, he just, his nature took over. And then it just, it kind of created this, this, this kind of funnel of crap because he would lose the ball uh, or Ursa would lose the ball or Yuri, they were all losing the ball. Or even Mauricio was getting double teamed. They lose the ball in the middle and then try to go back to win it back. And then it, and then it would just clog the middle. So they, they essentially um, funneled us um, to go outside they, they flooded the middle, Miami flooded the middle, and then we kind of played into it because we didn't have proper spacing. We had no outlets. Uh, when we were getting pr um, pressed by New York or even by Miami the first time or by Philadelphia, I mean, everybody presses nowadays by LA LAFC. Oftentimes we switch to play a couple a couple quick passes, Yuri to Nani to, to Mauricio, boom, out to Ruan, outrider out to Mueller. We didn't have the spacing to beat that. So I think it was just a, a personnel thing. And um, the personnel caused the shape to be wrong because you don't have any whiff because you don't have a true winger. And then that negates Ruan's ability to cause problems because you really don't have to pay attention to the right side of the pitch at all until Ruan got the ball. And I also think DK, we'll talk about that more, DK didn't drop back as much as Tesho does sometimes. Tesho sometimes drops back a little deeper and provides an additional help and I think that's that with with Miami just being very aggressive and sharper on the day really caused us to lose that match. Yeah, they had they had Nani yep. instead of DK. They had Nani dropping. Well, I don't know if they had him doing that or he was just mm -hmm. having to do it out of necessity. Mm -hmm. yeah. But Nani was dropping back all the way to like a ten position basically, and not even like an advanced ten. Like mm -hmm. he was having to come all the way back for the ball. He, sh he sure so was. Is is so th those add, adding that extra defensive mid in there. Mm -hmm. It really, it really just threw so many guys. To me, it seemed like they it just threw so many guys out of their comfort zone. 
um, notably Mauricio and Yuri, um, to where it was just it, it it just it just destroyed the whole flow of of the way we have been playing and and the continuity and everyone having their passing lanes and finding open space. It was just it was just clogged, congested, um, and and it kept it really kept the ball out of out of our playmakers. Um, away from our playmakers. So it's like, it, it really threw everything for a loop, man. Absolutely. Uh, Sebas had talked about after the Philadelphia match how they're, they were playing from memory already. You could tell. They get pressed and they always knew where everybody was at. It's like they, they, they were looking to see where people were at this time and then someone wasn't there, right? Or Urso and Mendes were there. And that just created more of a cluster. And then Urso didn't know where to go. Like Mendes, that, that ridiculous back heel that caused the first goal, you know, Urso yeah, is nurse. Nobody's supposed to be there, right? But he's over here in the center of the pitch when he's supposed to be the right winger, thinking he's going to pass it to another the other midfielder, right? Normally, he's he's where Urso's at. He's that midfielder, right? Or there's nobody else behind him at that spot because Yuri doesn't do that. So it it was just it, you don't do plays like that. You don't do passes like that if you're not if you don't feel comfortable um, in that in that kind of uh, tactic. You know, so that was just dumb on Mendes's part. But it, that was an example of, of someone not being where you think they should be and, um, based on a, new, on a new game plan, I thought. And Nani, Nani was just trying to get into the game, into the match, get on the ball and create <clears> stuff. <throat> but then that just took away our whiff on the left side. And then with their, their super quick winger, Morgan, the Scottish guy, it, we had to keep Jao back. And we couldn't just bomb them up because they were flooding the middle and then they were countering. And if you look at the, they didn't have the ball. They had 30 something percent. But if you look at the amount of times they were in our area and they got shots off, it was very high. They, they got the ball and they created chances and then they finished them. And then that was because we, we were not the protagonist in this one. We were playing their game for that first half until Poppy took out, Urso uh, and then put in Mueller. And like as Poppy said, Mueller is familiar with the spacing needed as a right winger. And it, it helped us tremendously. You saw his effect almost immediately scoring right off a of kickoff. Yeah. Yeah. And, go, um, uh, you know, go ahead, Alex. Pedro and Goal had a sneaker too. So you got to. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't a great performance all around. I think it start, started with the tactics and then worked its way into the midfield. And then that eventually worked its way back into Janssen not having his best game either. And it, it's infectious and, and it just wasn't good. And, and uh, I think there was a bunch of things wrong with why we didn't win the game. And, and I think we could have easily lost four to one or five to one. Right. Yeah, so for, sure. for us to uh, have managed it, Poppy to make the change for the, the last 20 to 25 minutes. I mean, I, I sent, I text you guys. So, you know, we, we got to salvage this and we got to turn this around. Otherwise, all the respect is gone that we, we gained. You know, if we lose yeah. it four to one, five to one, every drop of respect that we gained in the tournament would have been gone. And, uh, and we did. And, and, you know, it's unfortunate we didn't get the time goal, but it happened. And, and we, we got to go on to Nashville. Pedro, uh, you know, uh, the octopus, you should have a better game, you know, and, and it was, it was the second goal was a great goal, a nice floating header. Uh, Johnson just kind of does a little a knee, a knee jump, knee to his chest jump because that's about all he tried to do there. There was no chance he was getting to that, and uh, that was a great goal. But the the first goal and the third goal, I think, um, even Gaiese would tell you, you know, those those probably could have been saved on a better night. So. Yeah, his, his his the knock on Gaiese, his um like the scouting report has always been extremely athletic, good shot stopper, but positioning suspect at times. That's that's the scouting report on Gaiese, and that was evident. Yes, uh, the you know yesterday, I mean, I'm sorry, the, this last match, he 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 seemed to favor that far post shot like Elsino scored on with Philadelphia on him from the near post, right? I mean, he was. You would, he was at the, his left, right? Instead of going near post, he went far post. It seemed like Gaiese was kind of predicting that, and then he got it wrong, and uh, uh, Carranza saw it, and then just went uh, near post and caught him flat-footed, and that was just a bad positioning. And the second one, he was a little bit too far to the right as well. So it happens, and, you know, if, if you look at it too, the way the way that Miami flooded the middle of the pitch and just, and just attacked and, 
and Pizarro was really the conduit for a lot of that. He's and that guy's a good player, unfortunately. Um, he, uh, our center backs are good with you know people in front of them or reading the game. Um, Carlos is good reading the game in front of him. I think sweeping away through balls. Jansen is good at sweeping away crosses and stuff. Right. Jansen's not that good in the air, in my opinion. Oftentimes, Carlos is better. But what what our our weakness is? Neither one are pacey. So when you have numbers running at them and options, it's it's not our, our center back strength. And that's what that's what happened with Miami. They had numbers coming at us, and they, you you're prone to make mistakes at that point. And uh, and it's it's hard. You need guys to, to you need a goalie to bail you out, and he's done it before, but he just did it this time. Yeah, for me. Um... For me, as far as Pedro, this game goes, he just he just looked a little he just looked uh, a step slow. Like uh, as far as like normally he can get down on the ground. Like a couple of them just went like he couldn't get low enough, fast enough. And normally he's very quick, and um, it just seems like he he just couldn't get down. There there were just some that were he thought he would at least get a fingertip on him or something, but he he just it was he was just off, man. Um, terrible game to have it. You know, because I, I, I just I don't want that team. I don't want anything good for that team. I really yeah, don't. for sure. I have a question though for you guys. So what? What? So we have to. We have what six games in twenty days or something. We have to rotate. I mean, it's just impossible not to do it. So what? What could? I mean, Poppy has to try stuff, and he's going to get some stuff wrong. This isn't a deep team. This isn't a team that has a lot of attacking options. I mean, what? What should he have done? In your opinion. I don't think he should have changed tactics at all, because um, you know if it is, like they say, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? Didn't um, really try to change tactics. I thought they were still trying to get possession and play out I of mean, the back. When you, which... when you when you completely change um, the shape you way you did and and yeah. substituting out another winger for uh, another defensive midfielder, then yeah, I think you're absolutely changing the tactics. But um, like, I don't have an issue with him subbing players out, but yeah. it should have been, it just should have been like for like, you know what but I mean? Who would that out. be? Like if you're, it should, if he wasn't going to start Mueller at the wing, he should have just started Benji there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not, not as, not dropping all the way down as far as putting Urso over there. That was, that was, I mean, if it's Sebas or Urso, whatever, you should just swap that one for, choose one and, and roll with it. Or even if you were taking out Yuri, you know what yeah. I mean? If you wanted to start two of those guys, you just sit the other. You shouldn't have stuck them over there, winger. Like that's that was jail. That was JOC flashbacks yeah, right there. That, that sure was. And the, the uh, um, he had said something that he wanted to see Sebas and Urso together. I think that's ultimately maybe. Oh, you should have took out Yuri then. Yeah, it's ultimately their plan is really not to have a deep six. I think their plan, uh, his traditional plan, oftentimes he's done both. Is like two. Uh, one eight who goes up more and one eight who goes up and sits back. But, um, not right now. We just have one eight who goes up and one eight that sits down, right? Who sits back. So that, this isn't really what Poppy's really done. This is just what he's doing with this current personnel. He's just being pragmatic. So I think um, Urso, um, Urso and Sebas essentially, you know, on paper would fill that role, right? So I don't know, but then then why have Yuri there? You're right. I, and Robinho, man, golly, how, how far has he fallen? Where where you know you got a right winger right there, and 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 Pareja's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just going to put a defensive midfielder. I mean, we, this this was the game where 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 he it, he would have been the closest like for like because Benji dribbling and possession is is not going to do it. If you want to still mean, be a protagonist and keep possession, Arso is going to do it over there. That's true. So, so like, I, yeah, like like if you. I mean, so I can't even say it was like a, you know, like a Rubino falling thing or something like that. Like, cause, cause you went, you bypassed a lot of wingers. I yeah. maybe not a lot, but you bypassed all your wingers. You know what I mean? Yeah. You even yeah, could have yeah. put Tesla there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Put Tesla there later. So could have even been over there. Yeah. It looked yeah, intentional. It looked like he was trying to do something different. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he so was. it's like, like you went, you went past, you bypassed, Starting Mueller there. If you wanted to rotate Mueller, and okay, I want to start Mueller Wednesday at Nashville. That's fine. But you yeah. think you would have put Tesho? You, you would have put either Tesho there, or you would have put Benji there, or you would put Rubinho there, or yeah, I don't know if you got anybody else, but um, 
just don't yeah, don't pro don't, don't pro. I would have taken Jordan Bender there. Goodness gracious! Um, the the <laughs> and Tesho playing out wide is not just a it's not just a, a JOC thing. Um, he he actually did play out wide often with Dallas, and then he did play out wide this game anyways. Tesho Tesho would do a shift and and he he cuts inside and is essentially like a second striker. And like I said, we're not using wingers to, to send in wide crosses. It's not how we're playing anyway. So they don't need to be true ringers. They're just basically second strikers or like Mueller's more like a cam winger anyways, you know, and which is which is very common in today's uh, today's soccer anyways. It's perfectly fine. Look at Thomas Mueller. He's a right, you know, he, he plays kind of like that. And, uh, you know, Bayern, who won the, the Champions League, they they have their their uh, wingers like Angel de Maria. He cuts inside often. And, and Bayern sends one of their wingers inside and one of them stays wide. So they're just – the Tesha would have been would have been fine for that role. But we would have – that's where missing Dom comes in. We wouldn't have – if we're not going to play Benji as striker, playing Tesha out wide means that you don't have any backup for, for DK. But DK earned a key to the, the, his uh, his spot where he needed to stay in the match, so we didn't need to replace DK. So, but if you if you don't use Benji there, then you'd have to use Tesho at striker. So that that created a bit of dilemma, and that's where you know striker depth would have been a little more useful, given giving us a little more versatility. Second option. All right, um, studs and duds. Okay, gotcha. You go ahead, Alex. I'm thinking of mine still because I got a lot. <laughs> uh, dud, probably Pedro, and then uh, Stud. It's got to be DK. That's the only guy that that made me happy on the night. I would say. Yeah, I'm gonna say Dud um, was Mendes. Um, was a dud. I think both of the, the second and first goal were on him. I thought the second goal was Ursa, but I think it's on Mendes too. Oh, that's a good uh, one. Yeah, and then um, the first uh, goal was horrible. That back heel was the first. Oh, that goal, was right? that was yeah. The, that was just yeah. For us, he, for he, us not to mention that back heel on this would be would be a pure disservice. That was one yeah. of the most. That was horrible. That was horrendous. That was like a back heel through ball to Miami. And it was just like that was that was ridiculous. That's like when you're playing like a playground game and your team sucks and you're like, you know what? Screw it. Here, you guys score. You give it to the other team. <laughs> it was like that was absurd. Yeah, I got yeah. To me, I got playing twelve on ten there. Yeah, yeah, he he was off. Well, I, I, Urso, I'm still not buying it. I don't really, I'm not, I don't see, I don't see it yet. You know, he had a couple of moments where he almost got a header against Philly, and people go crazy. But overall, man, I, you know, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not sold on him yet. And um, I agree. Gaiese, Gaiese had 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 some stinker moments for sure. This is worst performance probably for us. And then, um, but studs is DK, and I think Chris Mueller changed the match, helped us. That it was a great assist. And he, he, he was very useful. I think Chris Muter deserves some praise for that. But DK was was impressive in his debut and uh, for, for most of the game. Yeah, for me, for me uh, definitely uh, DK. I would go DK. Um, Dud, I would give to Pedro and Poppy. Oh, love you, Poppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ouch. But but that but that 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 initial decision on you know how to attack the game that was detrimental like there was no comeback from it so yeah we're love you kid. big of all <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough honestly i'm kind of happy poppy put up a stinker because you know he, he keeps putting up the way flipping orlando city we go out and win every single game and we'll be lucky to keep until the end of the season <laughs> so, hey, he's got to put up a dud every every once in a while, so yeah. we can we can keep him around town. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said that's my theory with my wife too. I just every now and then, you know, you just want to treat her too good, you know. You know I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Poppy is yeah. obviously you're like, hey, man, every now and again, you keep know, maybe honest. throw throw a stinker out there, so that way <laughs> that way uh, we don't we don't get you know, I don't know, some, yeah, some exactly. team in La Liga or. You know, Tigres or somebody hitting me up. We don't need none of that. Yeah, Colombia's been dying for him to come back there. All the, every interview he does with them, they're like, "When are you going to come back and coach?" So they they're always wanting to go there. And uh, imagine you have a resume. They're like, "Okay, FC Dallas. Oh, uh, what happened here at at uh, what happened here at Tijuana? You know, with Cholos. Oh well. Oh wait, Orlando City. You you got him fourth in the East. So, you know, won the Open Cup or whatever. Won the Supporters Shield or you got him into the the semifinals of the playoffs." 
you know, that's a heck of a resume builder. That's like master's degree from Harvard, you know, you know <laughs> something like that, you know, that, that, uh, what is it about a Victorian? That's like that kind of stuff. All right. Tran- transitioning uh, from, you know, we're all talking up Daryl DK. Let, let's get into it. Uh, mm-hmm. He got his debut, debut start, went to full 90. Mm-hmm. Give me your thoughts. What do we have here, guys? I'll start. He didn't look like he was sweating for full 90. That was cool. Like, that made me feel really out of shape. The guy played 90. I didn't even break a sweat. I don't know if it was the rain, but... It was raining, too. And it's yeah. like, it just was, the water just stopped. It was, like, a, a, illegal to touch him in the water. Yeah, it was like... No, yeah, nobody was... wanted to deal with Daryl Dyke, even... <laughs> or Daryl DK, even the water. That was That's right. His own sweat <laughs> doesn't want to stay on his body. <laughs> That's right. Daryl DK had rain eggs going on, man. That thing was just flying off. Um, <laughs> rain eggs. <laughs> the, even the water. Yeah, that, that water was falling <laughs> off of him. That water was falling off of him uh, easier than LGP did, you know, just slid off of him like a, and then, you know, what what, the, what was funnier is that LGP, he just slid off of him and then he tried to swipe and kick him. And it was just like, it, it was just like, you know, trying to swipe like at a something like an, I don't know, like a little, little dog trying to smack at a, at a like a, like a elephant or some big animal rhinoceros or something. It just looks so pathetic. And he's such a dirty player the lgp i mean the guy just smoked you and just sunned you and you're over here trying to like kick out his heel and hope he falls man i wish dk like like stepped on him instead in the meantime but um no dk dk impressed me i would have been saying this whole time that i don't know if we have a true starter on you know, on our roster at this time and i haven't seen anything dk only played a little bit so i wasn't like saying he sucks i was just saying we hadn't seen it and the way he played this match is not how he played in the other one because the scenario was different, right? He came in at the end trying to press. He was overly pressing, perhaps trying to make things happen and got a little bit out of sorts. He ran on everybody, juked some people out and ran people over, shoved people, kicked the ball. He was just, he was all over the place. Um, but this time he played within the system. He was a lone striker. He, he, he was, he was, he was uh, holding the ball up well. And in that shot, he created himself. He turned, sunned LGP, shot the ball. I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that if Robles didn't hit that and hit his face, he would have got CTE instantly. That was absurd. That was like 75 <laughs> miles per hour. He would have broken his orbital bone or something. That was insane. <laughs> i never seen anybody kick a ball that hard. And then Bro, it, I, I've only, it was like a racquetball. You know, seen a ball kick harder than that was yeah. actually Daryl DK when he was at Virginia. He oh, kicked yeah. one like that from – bro, he roofed one, right, really? from like a crazy angle. He roofed yeah. one. I've never seen a dude roof a ball so freaking hard. <laughs> it was like a missile. Nice. That is awesome. I got to show it to you later, bro. This, this, if you look at the Virginia stuff, he yeah. had a goal where he, he like blasted it from this crazy angle, completely Man. roofed it. It was, it was nuts. Yeah, man. Daryl DK is the new Nigerian nightmare. You know, remember in the NFL player, Christian Okoye, the running back? Yeah. That was that was a cool nickname. DK was, you know, LGP is going to have nightmares, and Luis Robles is just going to like be like blocking his, you know, just randomly a bird flies by, he's going to cover his face. But uh, that was insane how it just bounced back like a racquetball, and he just took a sw- swing at it with a leg, and then it blocked, and he just said, let me try again. And I, I love the fact that he wasn't even looking at anybody. He's like, I'm doing this myself. This is my goal. The aggression, the, the, the guts it took for a young 19-year-old kid to be like, I am doing this on my own. I loved it, man. That's what I want from my striker. I want some selfishness. I want him to go after it. I wish he, I wish he you know, he should have shot two, he should have shot 10 times. I don't care. I, I just, the characteristic, yeah. like the, the behavior that, that you have in order to, to kind of, you know, the mentality to do that, you know, like, bam, take that, take that. I'm going to keep going. This is a tight angle. Try to block this, get this, get off me side. I just, man, I was just like, I was, I, I was, I want to put, you know, I was in love. That goal to me, my, the best thing about that goal was uh, he rockets it with his right foot, gathers it, gathers it, finishes it with his left foot. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I, we, we pay guys a million dollars right now that can't do that type of stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah, two saying? feet. The yeah. guy, he 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 didn't even flinch when it hit his left foot. You didn't even. It, people probably don't even realize that he used both of his feet on doing both of those shots yeah. because both of them were shots. so effective. You know, and the guy, yeah. 
I mean, the dude is is strong as heck. He's an ox, and he's he's got he's got graciousness with the ball at his feet. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it was giving him the confidence in the start. I, I, I mean, we saw him with the with the, on the, as a substitute in yeah. the tournament, but I mean, start the man, give give him the confidence. You know, obviously he's got talent. Uh, MLS had to do a lot to persuade him to even stay in the league before before the draft uh, to give him the contract, and and he stayed. And then somehow he fell to us in the draft. So uh, you know, uh, the guy was getting looked at from already from from other from europe from leagues in europe so i'm sure he's already being looked at again with us and and uh there's a reason for that you know they can spot talent and he's got it you know there's, you, there's no it's it's obvious it's glaring. So what you're saying alex is that he needs to he needs to do a couple stinkers so we could keep him more than a year yeah yeah we might need <laughs> we to start him every game and if he has a stinker maybe we should be thankful for it because because if he's got i mean look at alfonso davies i uh uh, he, he got way too good, way too quick for Vancouver, and they gave away the best left back in the world for 11 million bucks. Yeah, for real. He's two yeah. years later, and now he's worth $120 million. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, insane. Yeah, you, you always want your players to succeed, but but Vancouver got hosed in that, and, and, and you never know what can be with DK. He's, he's got a maybe not a similar ceiling, but the guy is, is jacked, he's strong. Yeah. And he's good with the ball at his feet. I mean, he yes. like like I text you guys. He when, when people say, "Oh, what about you know?" When Americans say, "Oh, what what if we, our best athletes played soccer?" Well, mm -hmm. Daryl DK, ding ding ding, there he is. Daryl DK, you know, he is a, a a specimen. Yeah, that yeah. guy is a a unique physical specimen, and yes. he decided to play soccer, and and here we are. Nick Nick Saban made a phone call. Was like, "Hey, can you transfer to Alabama? You got a year of eligibility left." <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I should have said FSU. Boo. <clears throat> yeah. So trying to leave Virginia. So, uh, like I was saying when we first, I mean, we we only got a few glimpses of him before. Like he got in so maybe what three games or so, maybe mm -hmm. playing about ten minutes um, each one. So you know that that. The one constant, like even in the mistakes, I talked about it before, even in the mistakes he was making, they were all aggressive. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they wasn't, it wasn't mistakes like, oh, he, you know, he's in the box and he, and he turns this ball over trying to pass it to somebody else away. You know what I mean? Um, no, it's, it's him trying to, trying to force something. And I have no issue when it comes to like, I don't care what anybody says, you're, if you're a striker, your number one and number two job is to score goals. <laughs> That's your number one and number two. Then you can think about hold a play when you get start getting down to three and all this other type of stuff, pressing at four and five, other type of stuff. But your main job is to score goals. And yeah. to do that, you got to shoot. Like, yeah. I mean, that, that's the first step is you got to shoot. Um, we, we've had – we've constantly had guys that are that – are, they're just timid and you can't be that type of dude in that position. Like Dom, like Dom, he, he, he seems to have that type of like mentality, that cockiness, but it's just, you know, skill level just kind of dropping. But um, he, he's, he's always had that type of mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, um, when, when you see a guy come in and, and DK, you know, you, you, you see him and stuff. He seems so calm, things like that, but he, he gets on that field, man. And it's like a, a switch flips. You know yeah, what I mean? That's and for he's sure. Just throwing, he's just throwing people around. And I, I honestly did not know strength could play that big a part yeah. in this game. Yeah. Because he was creating he was creating things off of strength, which mm -hmm. is I, I didn't really know it play that can play into in, into um into things that much. Like that first turn off LG um off LGP. Mm -hmm. That was just he just LGB just couldn't get around him. Nope. And that's all it was. Like, yeah, so DK laughs at the saying, the beautiful game. He says, ha ha, watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Just, he manhandles this guy. Yeah, exactly. He's down was... in that box and, and nobody, he backs into you and there's just nothing you can do. It's it's like, it's like if you've ever seen like a grown man play like little uh, little kids at like on, on like an eight foot basketball hoop. Yeah, right. You exactly. know what I mean? That's what it's like. It's like that, yeah. or like that. 
Like yeah. if they just back up and, and like, it doesn't even take a whole bunch of skill. I'm not saying DK is not skilled. He's mm-hmm. got, we can get into that later, but he's got some, he's got some skill, yeah. but um, just the strength aspect alone, he's just going wherever he wants to go and no amount of leaning on him and trying to do all these other things uh, are having an effect. That's so true. it's, um, they, they, yeah. started, they started having to send, send, you know, every, that, that goal where Mueller got it to Nani. Mm-hmm. I mean that was that was off DK. That was off it DK was. getting all that attention. He went down. He 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 dropped down into that box. He got him the ball, and literally all of the all of the central defenders had to come down to try to stop it, and just yep, left. Yep. There was no right. pressure. There was nobody left to pressure on Mueller for that for that cross. Um, and, I don't even know who was back there. On like Nani came running in free. Uh, yeah. I think it was Tesho. I don't know if it was Tesho or somebody. No, it else. was Tesho. Tesho was at the far post, um, but the, the fullback had to. Everybody else went to to DK, so the fullback yeah, had, to, uh, had to count for Tesho and got off of Nani. And yeah, he could only happened. mark one, so he had to pick exactly. one because everybody else was chasing DK. Yep, it was like the Miami Police Department. Six of them trying to bring one man down. Edward, <laughs> you wanted that one, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Anyway, yeah, DK. I mean, the best part for me was was you know he's at the end of the game. He could tell, you know that, that you could see it in his face. He's like, I can handle this league, you know, and, and it's going to click even more from him as he goes. Uh, 99.9% of the soccer players in the world, if they get the ball with the defender at their back, they're typically going to pass the ball. And this man does not care. He literally makes turns. He will box you out. I mean, I don't even know. Like, you don't even see that players in Europe do that type of that type of movement. You know, it, it even have the, the mentality to even want to do that. Even think to say, oh, I could take this all-star center back and t- take him from my back you know, one way and flip them around and still maintain control of the ball, you know, and it's, it's they want to play uh, the beautiful game. great to see from a 19 or yeah, 20 or 21 year old kid, how old he is. And he's, he's a man, he's a beast. And like I said, the water didn't even want to touch him at the end of the game. <laughs> the guy I loved was, was hot. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. The, the, um, a lot of people want to play that beautiful game and one twos and DK is like a, like a, you know, like, like you said, an American athlete, like a defensive end who was just like, how about I use my size and just post you up and there's nothing you could do about it. And that, that goal, if you yeah. watch when he gets the ball, he anchors down, he gets his butt, he gets his butt high. And then he, he, he literally, he, if you look at his arm, it's outstretched, it's outstretched. And he's just saying like to LGP, like get away right now. Like he doesn't like, spread out he literally just gets his hand and just pushes him at arm's length like get out of my face like like a child it's incredible and i honestly think if we're gonna if we're gonna start dk going forward i honestly think we need to um play the ball more directly to him i understand Poppy wants to build we want to build a style we want to be you know possession build out of the back and all that stuff but a couple times we went long to dk he brought the ball down nicely and we had runners come from behind. One of them, Ruan, was clear, clear, clear. But but um, DK hit it from Fort Lauderdale to Miami, and not even Ruan was going to get that. But you saw that the possibility was there several times. So if we're going to be starting DK, then we need to and we need to get him the ball more. One of the, the the disheartening things we saw, so we saw one ball, I think, to from Mauricio to DK, and nothing from Nani to DK. We need to get our playmakers. Are are you know maestros in the midfield and out wide to get D, to feed DK, and um, it doesn't mean we have to change the entire way we play, but we need to bring the ball to his feet a little bit more. Where where than we are doing uh, when we had Dom or Tesho because of his size and ability to hold the ball up and create stuff, and from there we could overload and create a better attack. So feed the beast. Well, you just brought it up. Brings us to the next question. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see enough in his overall game to think he's good enough to just start right now from here on out? Me? Um, I say, I say, I think it should be mostly him, um, like 60, 40, him and Tesho, you know, just, just to not put too much on him as a kid. It could be a lot of pressure, but Poppy's always going to look out for the young kids, not put so much on him. But I think his upside, um, 
is is worth it. Uh, Tesho does some stuff. DK does. I'm not as hard on Tesho as other people are, but Tesho has a Tesho has a, a low. You know, his ceiling isn't that high, but his floor is pretty high. It's there's not a big gap between his floor. He's not going to have a stinker, but he's not going to like kill it either, right? And uh, so he's pretty safe. But there's runs that Tesho makes that DK DK is pretty stagnant, to be honest. Um, I think D- Tesho comes back and helps a little bit more on defense. I think DK could drop back a little bit sometimes or relieve some pressure. And um, I think DK and Tesho both lack the aggression to get to those crosses on the post, which is remarkable considering DK's size. That's a mentality thing. He needs to leverage that size that he uses when someone's behind him and use it when people are beside him. Because after that goal, they were sandwiching him. They were double teaming him. He had center backs right in between him within a few feet the entire rest of the way, it seemed. So uh, I think, you know, I think there's still stuff he's learning. One of it is just making hard runs to the post and being very aggressive on those and making making smart runs. A guy like Mauricio is going to find him, but he, he needs to make some more runs. So I, I think I think just for mentality to not put so much pressure on him, I think he should be the main starter, but not full-time, not just like written and permanent marker. I think it should be like a 60-40 thing. Good, Alex. I agree. I, I agree 100. I mean, I think you still get it out of Tesho. What, what you know, the good thing about Tesho is the guy signs contract extensions for however much he's making. You know, he knows what what his role is on the squad. Um, you know, and I think with with the six games in 20, 21 days or whatever, it's tough. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. DK's not going to start all six games, um, but I think he can start four of the games, and I see absolutely no reason why you wouldn't start him for the next match. He was man of the match this match and he's a rookie and you want to keep him to keep that confidence, you know, and, and I'm sure he's got those young legs and, and he can at least, you'll at least get a good 60 to 70 minutes out of him against Nashville. One of the expansion teams, maybe not one of the better teams in the league and see if he can get another goal. So I, I imagine a hundred percent he'll start again on, on Wednesday. And uh, I think with Eddie's, probably 60 40 70 30 split and uh that may continue up to be an 80 20 to 90 10 split depending on not only how he performs but uh you know also how our new signing performs so yeah from yeah for me that's 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 a starter anyway if you're talking about once you start talking about starting 70 percent of games that's that's about normal I mean, because that, yeah. that's about normal for a starter anyway, because there's always going to be rotation. It's always going to be that. So, but for me personally, I, I would just go ahead and uh, I would just go ahead and pull the trigger and uh, the kid would be the starter for me. I mean, if you're talking about out of, out of the current strikers we have available, I would, I would definitely just do it. Because for me, Tesh, like if you're talking about Tesho and Dom, to me, if uh, Tesho can do things that Dom doesn't, like hold up play and things like that. Like Dom doesn't provide that at all. Neither one of them scored a ton of goals at this point. Um, so that's why if it was me, if like, if you're asking me who would I start out of Tesho and Dom, I would start Tesho because I know Tesho is going to at least do one of the two things. Um, mm-hmm. But DK also like for me, DK also can do those things that Tesho does that Dom can't, but Tesho can do, like with the hold up and things like that. Um, Tesho can do that, whether he makes, you know, he's going to make mistakes here and there or whatever, but um, he can do those things. Uh, But DK also has more upside and current ability as a playmaker and uh, passing, as I say passing, I mean passing to actually create something, whether it's creating a cross for somebody else, um, creating a ball to get that gets us somebody that, you know, can send a cross in or um, just overall vision as far as passing and things like that. Like, uh, like most people that seen is, is work at like Virginia. Um, that's a lot of what my main question with DK was, can he score goals? Like, cause I saw everything else. Like with his, if you watch his Virginia tape, he has, he has very good ball skill, like with his feet, Especially when you're when you look at him, you don't think he he would actually be able to you know be like be that way. You know what I mean? He's just a big imposing guy, so you just figure he probably can dribble. He just you know if you just send him up, send him a ball, land, you get ahead on things like that. 
But no, he he's pretty good. He's pretty good with the ball. And he has excellent vision as far as passing thing. He had nine assists. And they're like legit assists. Um my main thing with him was, you know, is I didn't know if he had that that natural hunger to score like to to score goals. You know what I mean? Um but everything else, he he's got it, he's got he's got it in the in the in his toolbox. So um for me, I, I would start him. I would pull the trigger. I would start him over this current roster. We'll get into that later. But uh, the people that's available, I would definitely just pull the trigger now. Yeah. Fair enough. Good argument. All right. Um, segueing from that, new signing finally announced. Mm-hmm. Um, striker, Mateus Ayas. Am I saying that right? No, Ayas. Ayas. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. JJ that one. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. JJ um, would have got this name right at least because it's Portuguese. Oh, you You know what? You're right. You're dead on. <laughs> All right. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? You excited? Um, uh, you excited about this signing, or or what do you guys think? Well, yeah, I'm excited about this this signing. 23 year old Brazilian striker played in with the top some of the top teams in, in Europe uh, against some of them in, in La Liga at least, you know, and the guy's got experience as much as last year, uh, recently sure he's in La Liga too, but he played a lot of minutes and, and a decent amount of games and yeah, man, any, any striker striker signing is going to excite me, especially one of, of South American descent um, <laughs> sitting right into the squad. So you guys know how I feel about that. Yeah, uh, Brazilian striker. I'm there. I'm I'm all there for it. Put him there with up top of Mauricio, uh, Nani to the side. You know, we've heard maybe he could he'll work a little bit on the wing too. Maybe so. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. For for me, I I I base a lot of my opinions and and thoughts as far as projections and things like that on on history. You know what I mean. And, and like, I, I feel like, like Coman, like when we saw Coman, um, you know, you look him up, dude, do that like three goals ever. You know what I mean? So it was like, for me, it's like, okay, this, for me, a, a goal scorer is going to score. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I, if, if you're, if you're scoring three goals in the, in the Paraguayan league ever in your entire pro history, I don't expect you to come over here and all of a sudden you're banging 20 gold source. Like for me, that just doesn't make sense. Um, this guy, he scores goals, man. He scores goals. Um, we, you see him, he, he got what? Six, six or seven, six or seven in, in the, in, in what? Six games against, like you said, top, top league competition, things like that. Um, he, he scored what? I think it was like 12, 12 goals in 34 games which doesn't sound like a lot, but then, you know, you have to translate it down for MLS because he's, you know, he's playing above MLS level. Like Joseph Martinez was, what, scoring about, what, five or six, seven or so before he had to come over. Yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those are in, and he was substitutes too, you know. He didn't even play yeah, yeah. good 70 minutes. He was getting yeah, 30, big, 20, 20, 20, 30 minutes. Like, so. I'll go straight, I'll go straight to like, you know, how many goals are you scoring like per, per 90 or whatever? You know what I mean? Um, that, that's a big factor. That's a big factor for me as, as far as trying to see, you know, guys that can actually produce. Um, when you look at his tape, this, this dude hits bangers, bro. I'm talking about scoring from outside the box, outside the 18. Um, yeah, I like it. He's, he's a little on the short side. I guess we don't look for downsides of, of anything, but um doesn't look like he's a burner as far as speed goes. But I mean, you really don't need that in this league. A lot of times, like, I mean, freaking Wando. I mean, that dude looks like somebody's postman or something. Right. And, and, you know, he's going to get out there and score goals. Bradley Wright Phillips, as far as his career in MLS, he, he's never in a burner. He's just smart runs, knows how to score goals, gets in there, gets it done. Um, I, I honestly expect this to I expect this um to be a really good signing. A really good signing. Because I, I expect I expect him to be able to produce at a very good rate in MLS. Um I don't know if I would say 
definite 20 goal scorer, things like that. If, you know, if, if he was a star the whole season, things like that. But I think it, I, I would definitely say if this, if you, if this is the type of guy, like if you, if he's going to start an entire season, you're at least getting 15 goals to be on the safe side. I would say wow, you're at least. That's bold. 15 goals. I don't think it is. Yeah. I just did the math. I mean, he had 12 goals in uh, 1,443 minutes. Um, it's 0.75 goals per 90. So to get to 15 goals, higher, he'd have to play, what, 25 goals? Or 25 games? He'd have yeah, 15 this, goals this is, at, that, at that finds, rate. He so. finds it back in the net. He yeah. finds it back in the net, man. Like, I'm just, saying, if this I, – I, I think um, – and, and these guys are good at finding these types of players. Like, um, you know, guys like Ola Kamara – who get out there and, and they score in, in these ways. Like, I, I really, I really think this is a, a very, very shrewd move by, you know, Muzi and, and, and Ricardo and, and Baldo. I really do. I think yeah. this is, I think this is going to be a top sign, bro. I they really do. I think I can, be- I think there's probably a few other front offices around major league soccer that are. Don't give anybody bad. ideas. I know where you're going. Don't even give them ideas. <laughs> you know they they're, they're just they're they're they may not even have, have put this guy on the radar or they may have had them on the radar and now they're going man how did how did OC pick him up because this guy canceled his contract God, we got him over here so you know it's almost it's almost as if having a bunch of Brazilians in the front office might have helped us help us land them so we'll see we'll see how it works out and and we'll see if it turns into Brazilian favoritism or favor Brazilians so we'll, we'll see how it turns out. There. Alex is the number one fan of the Brazilian takeover. He's just bring it on, You're right, Alex? They don't have the most World Cups for for a reason. That's true. That's what I say every time. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's a good argument. It's a good argument. They know their football. The um, the and the ones who who know it should be in charge of making those, those decisions. That's been Orlando's, you know, downfall. And so far, we have some some good Brazilians making the football decisions with Muzi and with Ricardo. And company, um, they they said that they were planning to bring uh, Mateus Ayas in the January window, but because the way he played in the Copa del Rey over there, which is the Spanish FA Cup, I mean the team that just won the Europa League, Sevilla, he put two on them by halftime. You know the the best player Sevilla had, Ever Banega, he he just skinned them for a bomb from deep, and um, he had six goals and uh, um, he had his twelve finishes. Six of them came in the Copa del Rey out of seven matches. And so it wasn't – those are more meaningful because it came against better competition, etc. So I, I agree with, with it just being a good signing. I think it's going to be good value from what we've heard. It's not It's not a DP, and it's not even TAM. It's going to be just GAM, general allocation, for, um, to, you know, for him. So that's going to help with some of those limited allocation uh, resources. And that makes this a great value pick. This has Janssen, Huan kind of feel to it, where we're like second division, whatever, Sweden, second division, Brazil. And they, they are solid, solid, you know, MLS players who aren't being one of the best right backs in the entire league already. And and what I like, what Cleon was talking about, I wanted to piggyback on that. Look at the type of goals he scores. It's not just just bangers. It's it's bangers. It's it's a header. It's a it's a volley. It's a left footed. It's a, a physical with a guy. You know, forearming a guy, fighting a defender off. It, it's not like he's not Luis Suarez or anything. But what I like about Luis Suarez is that he scores any goals any possible way. He'll stick his rat teeth into the ball and score. He will elbow it. He'll head it. He'll hit it with a love handle knee. He doesn't care whatever it needs, whatever needs to be done to score, whoever he needs to run over, he will do that. And that's what I want. That's what you need in a goal score. You, you don't need it to be pretty. You don't need it. You just need it to get in the back of the net. And IS does that. And uh, from the film that we saw, I'm excited about that. Yeah, and all I know is, uh, FIFA, FIFA don't just hand out those five-star weak foot ratings. Yeah, you got a five-star weak foot. Yeah. I'll take that, too. And, he, and if that's one of the I, – I look at that, you know, as, uh, one of the things I've always harped on, and, and now we're finally bringing it to light. And and, and, and it's something that just – it expands the, the game so much for, for a team to have a striker that can use both feet and, you know, 
playmakers and, and creative players that can use both feet because it, when you're playing MLS level defending, it really puts them on their toes. You know, look at Yampton. The guy can use one foot. Yeah. You know, yeah. the guy, the guy, you'll be like, you'll be like, he's surely going to use his right foot for this one. And then he somehow puts his left toe on it. I mean, <laughs> yes. the guy will do anything to put his left toe on the ball. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, that's so true. <laughs> it's just, it's like, outside of so the boot, think, you know, pass back where you can just square with his right foot, right? Just square the ball with your right foot. Nope. Outside of the boot, left foot. Like, why? Why? Left foot, Yoshi, yeah. Yoshi used to do that too, but then he was just hiding his right foot for Liga MX. That's, that's the, what happened there. Um, <laughs> the, um, it, the, it would be nice to, like, we never had two-footed players. We have one, Nani, Mauricio, DK now, is, you know, showed some two-footed ability. And then if we have IS, that's going to be insane, you know, the most two-footed team we've ever had. And the IS can play uh, on the right as well. We, we, um, there, there are, you know, the, the club knows they need striker talent. If DK pans out even better, you know, there's more depth, more options, great. Who cares if, if there's two people fighting for a starting spot? That's a, that's a good problem to have. And, um, and, uh, um, and like I said, our right, our wingers, the way Papi uses them right now, they're not going behind and sending crosses. It doesn't matter. Uh, Ayas can come inside on the right-hand side. He's going to have a good connection with Ruan already. They're going to have good communication. I could see him doing some work there and then, you know, cutting inside, playing in, in the middle, almost like a, like a second striker or a 10 you know, creating some numbers advantages in the box and, and um, making some runs behind, like take Mueller's ex- run, for example, right out at halftime when he came on, he, he did a diagonal run, did a heavy touch and almost got through on goal. If it wasn't for that heavy touch, Mauricio found him. I, the idea of Ayas, the way he makes runs and how aggressive he is, he is, um, they, they want, they, they think he pairs well with Mauricio in the way that um, the Mauricio will be able to pick up those runs. So you could make those runs from the right too. You could cut inside, be a second striker, play give and goes with Mauricio and DK or whoever and create problems. So it's a versatile defender. I mean, offensive um, goal scorer who, who has technical ability. He's two footed and he's on a gam contract. Sounds like a win to me. Yeah, I'm with Agreed. you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm all about this signing, bro. I'm excited to see it. Um, excited to see it play out. Um, can't wait. Can't wait. Hope, hope he gets done fast. He gets in there fast. Looks like he's going to be number 99. Mm, 99. Yeah. Bradley, <laughs> out for Bradley Wright Phillips. That's true. Cleon hates that number, but yeah, you know what? If we could be like, yeah, I don't like you know, I don't like the ugly numbers like that. Yeah, that's okay. But it's whatever. Yeah, just put up some ugly numbers against other teams, and I'm good. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, moving on. Moving on to the last, last bit here. We're going to go into a little bit of Nashville. Uh, we will be Hold playing. On. Can, I, can, I say, can I say that we planned 30 minutes for the show, and it's an hour now? I just want to throw that out there. Uh, it's, we, I, 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 it, you know, I thought so. I yeah. thought so. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know how we do it, man. It's insane. I just look at the time too. It is an hour. Yeah, we are. Jeez, I'm so, dis- I'm so disappointed because I was sure this time. Yeah, I was. Me too. I was like, I'll see you in half an hour. Just watch one show, and I'll be right back. Uh, Aaron, my wife, she even said she's like, when did it? When is it ever short? She called it. Yeah, she knows no. it's more than more than more than ourselves. <laughs> yeah, my wife was like, uh huh. Yeah. I said the same thing. I was like, this is going to, I, I planned for 30. So I was like, uh, I, I, I even gave myself another 15 minutes leeway. I was like, yeah. so 45 minutes tops. Uh, done here, and here we are. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Nashville, yeah, here we are. Nashville, this, <laughs> uh, this should be dropping, what, Tuesday? God. So, all right. Tomorrow, it should be this by the time this comes, this ball comes out, the game will be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So uh, there will be fans in attendance, limited capacity. Um, I'm going Nashville. You guys, uh, how do you, what do you guys think? Do we pull this out? <sighs> oh yeah. Well, you, yeah. Dub, Dub city. Dub city. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Oscar goes back to what we saw. Uh, I think, um, it'll be weird to see if he puts Mendez or the bear in there. Probably the bear, but I, I could see the one they're neck and neck for, for worse. The guy that needs to improve the most right now. I wouldn't say worst guy, but I would say, those two guys are neck and neck for the guy that needs to improve the most. Whoever can improve the most will win that spot. So I'd like to see uh, either one of them 
want to actually win that spot. And then I think you'll see DK up top, a little bit of, of the same action that what, what works. Uh, Mueller goes back out right. And we win. I think Nashville doesn't get a goal. Uh, probably a boring poppy special game, one zero, two zero. Um, but but yeah, I think I think it'll just be. I'm hoping it'll be. You know, we'll be looking like what we looked like before. The home fans will get to see what they deserve to see, and all will go smoothly. I think we'll take three points for sure. Okay, I'm gonna say um, we win as well, but uh, I'm gonna say two to one. Because they, what they are good at is, um, they're good in the air. Because Walker Zimmerman, man, he's he's good. He's good in the air. They they he scored their first goal off of a set piece, I believe. So and they they're good at defending set pieces overall and aerial duels. And I could just see Walker Zimmerman dunking on Jansen and getting a goal. Um, Orlando still has a problem of conceding first. I don't know. Every single coach has this problem. It's ridiculous. I would like us to score first. What I'm worried about is that the, there's a bit of a, a a playbook, I guess, or a game plan how to beat Orlando. If you could get a low block and press in the midfield, not press up high, press in the midfield, you could beat us. Pressing up high, LAFC, Minnesota tried, it didn't work. Pressing in the midfield like Portland did and sitting back in a low block worked for Miami and for Portland. Nashville is, man, par- parking that honky-tonk bus over there and just has like nine people behind the ball. It seems like they have they have scored. They have only allowed five goals in five games. Um, two by Atlanta twice, and then um, in the and then they allowed one goal to Portland. Um, so you know they've had uh, two matches against Dallas where they they uh, they shut them down both times. They've only scored themselves. Nashville's only scored two goals this all um this whole season so yeah it, it, if we could put one on them we could probably put them away but it's going to be hard to put one or one or two of them alana alana got their goals off of uh, pity martinez finally being good and um we, we're going to need some some kind of you know something from outside maybe we need to break down that defense somehow and um i think i think we can do it i think we have we have um we have the pieces, but I'm just wondering who starts, right? We don't have a lot of creative attacking players. How are we going to break down that low block? Poppy's figured out – he's the only uh, Orlando City coach figured out how to beat the high press. But, you know, how are we going to beat the low block? Do we have the, the attacking pieces to do it? I think we do, but I'm, I'm a little scared because I don't think it, it matches up well with us right now. I think that's how you, you, you just let us have the ball and just say, come, come, come after us. And that's what Nashville does. So it might be a bit of a snoozer, I think. All right, yeah. Clown. I, I, for me, I, I think this is. A, I think it's a win, man. I think it's a yeah. win. I think we go back to what we've been doing. Um, we always seem to have pro- issues, you know, scoring a lot of goals, things like that. But you know what, Nashville, Nashville's had the same. They've had the issues magnified, even worse than us. You yeah. know what I mean? What what they scored a, a handful of goals in? No, they got two goals in five games. Two goals. Two and five. Yeah, yeah they've two. only scored. They've only scored one goal on two separate occasions. They're not beating us. They're not beating yeah. us. Yeah. They've, their goal differential is minus three. Write uh, it down. Take a picture. Fuck. Write it down. Take a picture. They're not beating us. I say three to one. Yeah. Three to one. Wow. Three to one. Three I, to can't, one. I can't see three goals against, against that defense. That's, that's tough. You can't um, see just, three, then two to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> two to nothing. I got, I'm going two to one. I agree with Clayton. Either way, we yeah. win. And I don't think they score. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with um, with Daryl DK gets a goal and Chris Mueller. I yeah, play. I don't think Antonio Carlos is going to let Walker Zimmerman score on a set piece, so I think we'll be okay. Yeah, well, there's 11 people, man. What if Johnson has it? Yeah, yeah. If I look, I'm just I'm targeting Jansen. Oh, uh, one. Right. Yeah, oh, who had set piece defending? He's like, it's not for me. That guy's the hey, worst hey, set hey. piece defender. He's awful at it. He's terrible. My two, my two favorite fullbacks we've ever had, bro. Yeah. Uh, and both of them had the same issue with that with that back post. Uh, oh, is Rob Rama and, and Elmo? Both of them used to give up. Oh, that, El- that back yeah, post, right? yeah. Lately, Ramos would just fall asleep on that back post. Ramos, we have a, but he wasn't my fave. 
Yeah, well, yeah, we we don't we don't have a we never had a fullback who who watched the far post man. It just this doesn't no, bro. I don't even know why they bother with it. <laughs> Maybe Motinho does sometimes. You know, he's he's better at it. But yeah, well, I, look, we need to win at home if we're going to be a playoff team. Winning in front of the fans would, would be great. And the, we 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 play Atlanta next, and we can't be. I don't want to be going to Atlanta on the road, a three game losing streak. You know, so we we got to win, and we will win. All right. As of right now, as far as, you know, playoffs go, things like that. Um, I don't know. If, I don't think I've said this on air. We, we talked about it in our chats and things like that. But uh, pretty much everyone, I don't know if everybody's aware, pretty much everybody's getting in the playoffs this year with the COVID thing. And what is it like the top 10? Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm putting, I'm personally putting an asterisk. If, if we don't finish seventh or above, I 100% think we're getting in the playoffs because it's up to 10 teams. Mm-hmm. So you got to be like, deaf, dumb, and stupid not to make it. Um, but No, oh, knock on wood. But I'm personally putting an <laughs> if, if we make the playoffs below the seventh seed, I'm, I'm putting an asterisk. It deserves an asterisk, and I won't even argue. It deserves an asterisk. <laughs> Cleon, <laughs> Cleon will officially call that an MLS assist to the playoffs. Yes. <laughs> it, it, will, it will be a fake. If we don't make it seventh or above, it's a fake playoff run. Oh, I'm gonna celebrate it like Cleon, it's a real. I got a question I'm for you. I get to celebrate like a real playoff in a few minutes. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna still celebrate. I'm gonna still celebrate. What if? Unless we win the championship. What, what if we make it as a tenth seat and then we win the championship? <laughs> It'll have a massive. Yeah. Then, then what? Like we you. never made the playoffs, in your opinion, but we we yeah. win it all. Yeah, oh yeah, just like that. There you go. He's on oh, my yeah, personal record did. book. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be at the parade, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even if I got, even if I got to wear one of those, uh, one of those face masks that looks like a looks like a welder's a welder's mask. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, with the, like, with the big giant vibe. Oh yeah, right, Cleon. You're gonna be there. I never doubted you guys. Oh, you know I'll be I there. Doubt- <laughs> I never doubted. Shoot. The team of destiny. By that time, those type of masks may be mandated. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be there, bro. Yeah. Um, my my please. my immune system is 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 elite. Oh, okay. Elite. Oh, I, haven't even, I haven't even gotten a cold. Oh, let me knock on wood again, Cleon. I, mean, yeah, I, even, I haven't me, even had a cold to... in 2020. Man, yeah. Wow. Cleon loses 20, well, a couple pounds, and now he he, he loses he nobody, loses all bit of weight. Nobody's going to hear Cleon in the next two weeks, but he's definitely fat. getting COVID. Bro, yeah. my, my, bro my, <laughs> my immune system was elite when I was fat, bro. Now now it's oh. just gone up, it's gone up another level now. Look, I'm obese and I barely get sick. It's it's amazing. Bro, Every time I go to the doctor, they're like, man. "Your numbers don't look as bad as I thought." <laughs> I was like, I told them that whenever they see me, they, they see the blood pressure stuff. Well, I was like, disappointed. I was bro. like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not not that bad, right? And they're like, huh, okay. So, yeah. All right, anyway. man, I'll never forget your face when you found out Rudy Gobert had had COVID. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget it. You, hey, you thought hey, you hey, thought hey, for hey, sure hey, you were immune. Oh, we were on air. We were on air. We were on air. With <laughs> and then, you're like. <laughs> Hey, remember, remember, because I, I thought all I thought all black people were immune, and then Rudy Rudy Gobert got it, and then I tried to rationalize it in my mind, but like, well, he was because because he was he's mixed, French. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, he's like he's Haitian, that don't count, you know. It's like, dang, Cleon, huh? Bermuda, and then, Haiti, and then they Ivory, Donovan, I never knew about. I was like, then they said Donovan Mitchell got it, and he's blacker than me, and I was like, uh oh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> wow, that was yeah. That, that was, that, that was anyway, just, any any yeah. final thoughts? Any final thoughts before before uh, Eddie does hey, a little hey, smile? Hey, Cleon, it wasn't just that that Rudy Gobert got it. Rudy Gobert shut down the nation because once he got shut, it, they shut down, down sports. They they shut they shut down sports. The nation once Rudy Ber- Rudy Gobert got it, man. So shut it down. Um, are we potting again before Atlanta? Yes, I think so. I think we I should. Think so. we, that, that's why we were trying to keep it short today, but you know how that goes. It's okay. The ones who love us, love us. All right, sounds good. All right, so we're going to shut it down. Let's shut this down. No poppy, no party. Yeah, all right. We out. <laughs>